Hi, moviegoers. I'm your host, Megan Reyes. I'm Liv Baker. I'm Anna Fernandez. And this is Cinemascope. It's Cake Week! So the new season of The Great British Bake Off dropped on the 22nd, and we watched it. What did you guys think of it? I, okay, I wasn't expecting to like it because I usually don't like cooking shows, but it was actually really good, and I probably am going to watch the rest of the season. I do like baking shows, and I love this one. I'm watching it too. Me and my sister watch this show religiously, so every time a new season comes out, we watch it. I was so happy to see that this was back. So, the 11th series of The Great British Bake Off began airing on the 22nd of September, Matt Lucas replaced Sandy Toksvig as host. So Matt Lucas, if you guys like don't know who he is, and I didn't know who he was at first, but he played Tweedledee and Tweedledum in like the live action version of Alice in Wonderland when that came out. I think he's funny. Alongside returning host Noel Fielding and judges Prue Leith and Paul Hollywood, The first three episodes will run 90 minutes rather than the previous 75. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, filming of the series was shortened to six weeks. The cast and crew had to live in a self-contained biosphere, which was Down Hall Hotel in Bishop Stortford's where a marquee tent was put up for the competition. So basically what all of that jumble of words means is they were all tested for COVID and then they all tested negative and had to quarantine with each other for two weeks before filming could actually start. Filming was also kind of cut down to six weeks rather than nine, which means we won't get as many episodes, which I'm sad about. What were you what were you guys thinking when you went into this? Because I know Liv, you said that you don't like baking shows and I know Anna you did. So what kind of how do you think that this would differ from like the typical American baking shows? I like that it was outside. Like I thought it was cool that it was in a tent, you know? Uh because like usually it's like in inside areas. I don't know. Um I feel like they did a lot of foods that are like more traditional to like their culture as we're like American TV shows usually do like different foods from like different cultures I feel like it was kind of cool to see dig deep into like British culture and see like a bunch of different like treats and sweets from um, their countries I just I had no clue what a marzipan was like going into that so that was new marzipan is weird (laughs) it's weird it's weird to work with too but that's gonna be like right there yeah, and it already looked so intricate to bake, and I was just so stressed for them. And then on top of that, they had a time limit, which I thought was kind of annoying, because I think if you gave them more time, then that they would be able to like be more, go above and beyond with their designs. Right. So before we get into the actual competition, I wanted to introduce you guys to the contestants or the bakers. So first off, we have Dave Fry- Friday from Waterlooville. Hermione, they didn't really give her last name, so I'm not really sure what that is, from London. Laura Adlington from Kent. Linda Rayfield from East Sussex. Lorea Campbell from Durham. Lottie Bedlow from West Sussex. Macbull Mac Patel from Manchester. Mark Elliott from Cornwall, but we call him Hamish. So if you guys hear us talk about Hamish, that is who that is. Mark Lutton from Liverpool. Peter 
Atkins from Edinburgh, Rowan Williams from Worcester, and Sura Salvage from London. Oh. Let's get into the baking. Um, for the signature challenge, the bakers created an intricate Battenberg cake. For the Americans listening, a Battenberg cake is two cakes cut in half, covered in marzipan, and when you cut it, it's kind of like a checkered pattern. Yes. It's it's really difficult to make. Um, did, did you guys know what a Battenberg cake was before you watched it? No. No clue. So I kind of want to talk about like everything that they made, kind of the flavors and things that they used, which I know is weird, but this is a baking competition. So Dave made a chocolate espresso martini Battenberg cake. I feel like that's a real, I feel like chocolate and espresso are really easy flavors to put together. Yeah. I feel like that's a very simple way to go. I would like to speak my mind and I disagree. I think espresso is a delicious flavor. And I think that everyone else was just doing too much with like the raspberry, the citrus, the orange. I thought, I, well, personally, I just hate like fruity cakes. I thought the espresso was the only thing that personally I would enjoy. And I thought it was very visually appealing too. <laughs> I like espresso and chocolate together, but I feel like for a competition, it's just a little simple and easy right. to do. Hermione went kind of a similar route and made a chocolate orange Battenberg cake. So again, chocolate orange, timeless flavor. And I feel like sometimes simplicity is a good thing, but also it's your first signature challenge and you kind of want to go all out. I don't know if that's just me, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, a lot of people did like cherry too, but. Right. Um, yeah. Laura did raspberry and coconut. I, I like the raspberry and coconut. Yeah. <laughs> um, Linda did raspberry and vanilla. Basic. Right. Yeah, basic, exactly. Lorea did bubblegum and cream soda. That is interesting. Yeah. I've had like cream soda and bubblegum on its own, but to have them kind of together is interesting. I feel like the bubblegum was probably really overpowering, but the cream soda sounds delicious. Right. And I thought blue was a very interesting color. So her cake and her marzipan were dyed blue. And I think that that's a really interesting color for bubblegum and cream soda, because when I think of bubblegum and cream soda, I think orange and pink. Wait, was that the hot summer's day one, like the Leah? Okay, hers was, I was going to say, hers was the prettiest for me. Right. It was very pretty. Lottie made rhubarb and custard. I applaud her. Rhubarb is so difficult to work with, especially because it is like very tart and you usually have to boil it in sugar water. And I just, I applaud anybody who uses rhubarb in any bake. It was bold. Yeah, exactly. Mac made an East India Battenberg cake, which consisted of orange and ginger. That I thought, like, like we said, like, it's not simple. And he was the only baker who, so marzipan is usually made of almonds and he used pistachios. And I think like, that's not simple. And I think for your first signature bake, it needs to be, I'm here. This is what I am. This is what I'm making. I really liked his idea and I liked his vision and you can tell that he really believed in this but as soon as like the tasters tried it they just trashed him completely you could see the light like drain from his eyes it was so sad right right but still you know try and fail yeah he tried and then um I was actually kind of excited to see because I feel like I'm thinking he was the only one that did like gluten-free right 
No, that was Peter. Oh, that was Peter. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool how he did something that like nobody else did by using like the pistachio. Um, and then when the judges got there, they were just like, I think you should have used almond. And he was kind of like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, well, you know, I don't agree, but okay, go off, I guess. Um, Hamish made a bittersweet Battenberg cake with sour cherry and chocolate walnut what is that called a black forest cake cherry and chocolate and walnut i think that's called a black forest cake i love black forest cake and i think it's interesting to see that in a battenberg because typically it's vanilla and chocolate um mark did a turkish bazaar inspired battenberg um he used pistachio and cardamom for one pomegranate and orange for another and then almond and orange marzipan and I know for everything we've been saying, like, don't be too simple, but I feel like that was a lot. Yeah, he did too much a little bit, but. Mm. I think that if you do a lot, your elements get really overwhelming. And then it's just like, mm. mm-hmm. Um, Peter did a gluten-free chocolate and orange bamboo cake. Again, chocolate and orange, timeless, little simple. Rowan did the magic flute bamboo cake, which he said was inspired by a famous composer, Mozart maybe, (laughs) flavored with lemon, rose, and vanilla. That sounds like a really good candle. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I would want to eat that, but it sounds like a good candle. Maybe I'd want to smell it. Um, And then Sarah did lemon and orange Bamberg cake. Again, super simple. I feel like, and the the other two are very simple so you know chocolate and orange and chocolate and espresso very simple but I feel like using citrus is kind of a cop-out yeah it's the easy way out right and and there's like no effort and I don't I don't know how I feel about it (laughs) okay time for the technical challenge which is one of my favorite challenges one of my favorite things about the show um so for those of you who aren't familiar with the show a technical challenge they take a recipe from one of the other bakers so from Paul or Prue and they give you vague instructions and ingredients and you have to make it so for this technical challenge it was Paul's recipe the bakers baked six miniature pineapple upside down cakes have you guys ever baked a pineapple upside down cake no no but I've tried it and it is so good good. um have you ever tried it with like condensed milk like and you and it's like I've never had really yeah (laughs) interesting I've never wow okay yeah I mean it's a pineapple upside down cake it's hard to screw up is again something that I like about kind of the first episode is they can kind of gauge where you're at and if you screw up a simple recipe you're gone (laughs) Mm -hmm. like if you screw up something simple why are you here? <laughs> this is something that made me very upset. At the end of the challenge, Sarah saw a fly and was trying to get it off of her cake. And she hit Dan's tray of six miniature cakes as he was oh. setting them down. And they all fell on the floor. She literally dropped most of his cakes on the floor. That was so depressing. I felt so I bad. So I screamed. The way this that... Yeah, the way the camera, like, cut to it, like, zooms in on the cakes and then, like, everyone's faces, like, it was so Yeah. 
I was, I screamed. My sister, so the, like, I didn't know that there was a new season dropping. So my sister sent me a TikTok of the cakes falling on the floor. And I went, Maddie, we're going downstairs right now when we are watching this. And she was like, I'm all for it. And Paul and Prue came in and was like, we heard that there was a little incident. So we're gonna give you a little bit of grace. Um, and then proceeded to like place everybody. So Linda got 12, Hamish got 11th, Lorea got 10th, Dave got 9th, Mac got 8th, Mark got 7th, Laura got 6th, Hermione got 5th, Lottie got 4th, Roman got 3rd, Peter got 2nd, and you guessed it, Sarah got 1st, and I was so angry about that. I was so mad. I, honestly, it was a mistake. Like, things like accidents are gonna happen, and it's outside. You have to keep in mind, so, like, you know, it, like, obviously, there's gonna be flies and, like, bugs and stuff. I don't know. I was, I felt bad for, like, both of the people in this situation, because, obviously, for the guy, it sucks. Like, your cake just got dropped, and I felt like he was good about it, too, but then for Sura, it was kind of just, like, like, that sucks, knowing that they just screwed somebody's bake-up. Yeah. And she seemed really kind. Like, she was genuinely upset about it. She did. And I don't know if I'm just like salty because I would be very upset if that happened to me, but I don't, I don't whole mess. it's a whole mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, she did deserve to get first because her cakes were the best. Yeah. She's nice. For the showstopper challenge, the bakers created a 3D cake bus depicting their personal celebrity hero. I like this idea. I thought this was such a cool idea. I loved the idea, but I thought it was a whole mess. Yeah, yeah, the execution was bad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys what everybody did. Um, so Dave had three flavors of Tom DeLong, which I think is a member of um, Blink-182. Yeah, okay. Um, the f- three flavors were strawberry, mint, and chocolate, which I think actually might pair together, pair well together. Like, that sounds good. Yeah. In theory, maybe. Mm-hmm. Hermione did Ode to Latia with coffee and chocolate. Laura did a lemon and elderflower Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Linda had a lemon and orange Bob Marley. Larea's Flavors of Jamaica, a tribute to Miss Lou, was mango and ginger jam and a chili chocolate cake with Swiss meringue buttercream. Lottie had a coconut and lime Louis Thoreau. Mac had a lemon and red currant Bill Bryson. Mark had a chocolate and vanilla Ziggy. Mark, with a K, had a coconut chocolate and ginger Charles Darwin. Peter had a Victoria sponge Sir Chris. Rowan had a chocolate and cherry and Sarah had an ode to Edinburgh. Coconut sponge with raspberry Italian meringue buttercream. So, okay. Definitely number 12 is... Number 12, I think the worst. Definitely Hermione's ode to Latia. Yeah, she ugly. Yeah. Not come out good. Especially because, like, she's very pretty. <laughs> but... Yeah, this cake did not do her any justice. Not. <laughs> um 
David Bowie, I think, deserved the after that. That did not look anything like David Bowie. Um, and if you guys like didn't, that was Mark with a C, his cake. Um, it did not look good. He had like multiple chins. David Bowie does not have multiple chins. You know who it kind of looks like? It looks like that one villain that's like the purple, like not the purple, sorry, the orange, like flame hair. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? He's really white. From Incredibles? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about, but I can't think of his name. Me either. That's what it looks like. That's who I thought it was. Um, And then, you know, I think after that is David Attenborough. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> um, yes. He yeah. was also not very structurally stable. So mm-hmm. there's that. But like, I don't know. I just, his eyes kind of creep me out. Um. I think after that, for me, was Freddie Mercury. And if you guys, like, disagree with that, go Freddie ahead. Yeah, I was rooting for this one, but it just wasn't good. I was very excited about it when I saw the sketch. And then it just kind of fell yeah. flat. Yeah, he kind of looks like the Monopoly man. Um, after that, Bill Bryson, I think. I don't think he looked good. I think he looked kind of melty. Yeah, you're right. He looks like an off-brand Walter um, Walter White from Breaking Bad. I was going to say Bill yeah. Gates. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Again, the eyes are kind of creepy. Yeah. I don't know if that's just me. Um, Bob Marley freaked me out. Okay, no way. I think Bob Marley should go before Bill Bryson's. Really? I, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You're right. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't even Bob Marley, it, Bill Bryson. Yeah, it doesn't it even look like Bob Marley. Yeah, it looks like trippy, like merch. That's what it looks it like. It looks like 6'9". Not- yes! <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, I don't know if this had anything to do with the fact that, like, you know, was kind of like a marijuana addict or whatever. Yeah. But, like, he, I, like, it might, like, that might be the point for it to be trippy. But I don't like it. I think I could have put that together. <laughs> and then I think... Charles Darwin it just kind of looks like a kid Mm -hmm. like playing with play-doh yeah I mean they should have added some color right and 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 I do understand like he was literally trying to make a bust but Mm -hmm. eh, Louis Theroux who um I guess Lottie did I he I don't he's crickets he looks like the guy from up the grandpa Mr. Fredrickson? I don't know what his name is. Yeah, yeah he's like cricket. Like, like. Yeah. He, he looks a little scary, but I mean, it's, it's, it's one of the more realistic ones. Right. And then I think um, Louis Bennett Coverly, I think she looked good. I think she looked good. One could argue that she looks like the Ice Age baby, but. Marie Antoinette, um, I really was hoping that that was going to be the best one. Yeah. I think I, I don't know. For me, it was the best one. I yeah. It sounds long. No, my favorite one was Chris Hoy. Um, or Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette? Yeah. <laughs> right. Chris Hoy was pretty good. I especially like that he used a Victoria sponge just because that's easy. And, you know, again, simplicity is bliss. 
Um, the other thing, though, about the Marie Antoinette is Rowan had promised shoe buns, so like cream puffs for her hair, and it didn't deliver, and I was very upset about it. Yeah. I figured that would have been awesome to look at, but, you know, that didn't happen. So, <laughs> what was your favorite Battenberg? The toffee. Um, my favorite Battenberg cake was Hamish's with the sour cherry and chocolate walnut. It's because, one, I, I thought it was pretty, and two, I think the flavors of chocolate and cherry and walnut just kind of me- meld together very well. Anna. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my favorite one, I was excited for the guy who was doing, you know, like the temple. Um, oh, yeah. I wanted to see him. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think a common thing. Oh, sorry. No, you're okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think a common theme we're going to see with him is he's going, because like specifically because of this first episode, he's going to promise a lot, but not deliver enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially because, you know, the his Battenberg didn't turn out the way he had said it would. And he, no shoe buns on Marie Antoinette's head, so. Yeah, yeah, Laura. Yeah. Yeah, I liked hers. Okay, then what was your favorite showstopper? Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette. I feel like that one looked the most, like, realistic-wise. So, yeah. It was kind of like you saw it and it was like tall and it was big. So it was kind of like, wow. And it was elaborate. Yeah. And I feel like it would have been better if he had his cream puffs on. The yeah. Head. I think he would have won if he did. Right. But it's fine. Okay. So Lorea went home, which was sad. I thought she had a lot of potential. Um, and Peter was crowned this year's first star baker. Yay, Peter. Yay, which is exciting. Um, will you guys continue to watch this show? For oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to watch another one, actually, probably tonight. Yeah, yeah, right after this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, d- would you recommend this to a friend? Thank you. It's, baking shows are so interesting. Yeah, it's kind of calming, too. Yeah. I feel like for me, and I don't know if this is, like, just me but I get so much anxiety just watching it same I get so like nerve-wracked for the competitors yeah especially the ones that are my favorite mm-hmm. I disagreed with the judges choices I think um Sura I think that's how you saw her name she should have won I think and then the person who should have gone home was the old lady like she was kind of not she's that old but like she had the gray hair oh I yeah failed more challenges than um the girl the um the other girl did so I don't know Linda yeah Linda uh, I feel like she should have gone home because her batting board wasn't great she placed last in the technical and mm-hmm. her um showstopper wasn't great either yeah okay so rating one out of ten eight for this episode yeah probably an eight I yeah I feel like an eight is a pretty accurate rating just mm-hmm. I don't know the people well enough yet, <laughs> um, which is definitely something I like about like reality TV shows and competition TV shows is you can kind of know the people as the show goes on. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts. I thought it was an interesting show, honestly. I've seen a lot of baking shows too. So like I watched like every year I probably go through like three or four 
baking show so I like I know a lot about them and I thought this one was pretty good yeah final thoughts um this is like it's not a bad introduction to baking shows and I thought it was pretty funny actually so yeah okay weird question but do you think you could be on the great British baking show heck no (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening we will be back next week with another episode please check out Liv and Anna's other podcast called Seriously Ridiculous. <laughs> Be sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you guys. We'll see you next time.